Welcome to Australian Hiker. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 46 of the Australian Hiker podcast, and this podcast is all about our first birthday celebrations, a little bit of reflection on the year past and looking forward to uh, where we might be going next. Um, I've wrestled the microphone away from Tim again, so in this podcast we thought it might be a little bit interesting if uh, I did a bit of interviewing of Tim. Um, I've done a bit of interviewing lately through our Women in Hiking uh, podcast, so um, a little bit reluctant to let the microphone go, I think, after that. (laughs) Um, Our first year has been just uh, spectacular, unbelievable and uh, phenomenal uh, result in terms of the support that we've received and uh, where we started and I think where we are now. Hopefully you uh, think the same. So Tim, first question for you. Why Australian Hiker is a name? I suppose for for me when we were trying to go through and work out a name for the uh, for what we're going to go through and do Australian had to be in in is part of the name. Um, certainly, there are a number of uh, blogs and uh, uh, podcasts from overseas, and it's a bit hard to tell where they actually come from. And for us, it was important to make sure that you know, that people were aware that this is an Australian podcast uh, and an Australian based uh, blog as well. The term bushwalker is very much a, uh, a specific term to Australia, not really well known overseas. Uh, and for us, while the majority of our listeners uh, and readers tend to come from Australia, we do have a reasonable overseas uh, following as well. And for them, uh, for the people overseas, bushwalking wasn't a term that really meant too much to them. So we, we wanted to have something that was a bit more generic in name. Uh, and I think for a lot of Australians, particularly for older Australians, when we talk about bushwalking, it tends to mean something very specific. Whereas for a lot of newer hikers or, or younger younger uh, people getting out and about into, into the Australian bush, uh, hiking is just one of those names that it's an international sort of term. Uh, and as a result, that's how we ended up with our name. So if we're talking about, um, you know, I guess the the specific thing that we wanted to pitch to as Australian hiker, how would you describe the thing that we add value to as opposed to um, what others are adding value to? I think certainly within the blogging and the podcasting market, there's there's room for, for, for many people to have their voice. Uh, and for us, we were the first uh, regularly published hiking podcast in Australia, uh, and, there, and others have now followed. Um, but really what we wanted to try and do was to provide an Australian voice, um, and it was an Australian voice for 
what we thought was missing from the market. Um, and if you go back and listen to our very first episode, which is episode zero. Maybe we shouldn't get people to do that. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. we've come a long way since then. Um, but I, th- I think I think for us, we were just trying to generate um, a resource from an Australian perspective. And there are plenty of Northern Hemisphere, particularly a plenty of, of American resources, but they tend to be based around products and hikes and walks that can only that are only founded in the US rather than a lot of the overseas walks or the southern hemisphere walks which is what we wanted to try and concentrate on and I think Tim um, one of the the big things that we wanted to do was to provide uh, insight and experienced based feedback so what would you say to people in terms of um, how you think we've been able to do that in the last 12 months um, and what, uh, I, I, I guess, how that's been received in the market. I mean, it, it's a bit of a trap in some respects. I mean, one of, the, one of the decisions we made when we went through and did our trail reviews and our gear reviews is that we wanted to be able to provide experience as we found it. And certainly it, it is our experience. It's, it's nobody else's uh, view or opinion, if you like. So when we do gear reviews and when we do trail reviews, it's because we've used the products or because we've actually done the trails themselves. And and what I've found by trawling the internet and looking at some of the sites that, that do a lot of uh, uh, of walks where the information uh, is being, being uh, taken from uh, second or third-hand sources and they haven't actually done the hikes or haven't reviewed the gear or used the gear personally, that it just doesn't have quite the the level of of personal interaction, I suppose. So, unfortunately, one of the the drawbacks of doing um, experience ba- based reviews and hiking is there's a limit to how much we can actually do. So, there's only so many hikes or walks that we can actually review on an annual basis, and there's only only so many pieces of gear that we can review. But having said that, though, uh, when we do put a review up, whether it be gear or trails. It's it's from what we've actually experienced having done the walk ourselves. And what do you think would be some of the things that um, perhaps you want to do more of uh, in terms of those uh, trail and gear reviews? Um, I, th- I think for us, I mean, I, we obviously live in Canberra, the, the nation's capital, for, for those of uh, people listening from overseas. Um, we are very Canberra-centric on our trail reviews at the moment, uh, and that's only because we, we're tending to do a lot of the trails in the area that we tend to live. Um, I must admit, hindsight would have been really wonderful if 20 or 30 years ago I had realised that I was going to be doing this, um, uh, doing a podcast and doing a blog, I would have actually kept records and kept photos. But um, for, for all those trails I did for, for past years, I, bought, I, I did the walks uh, and without thinking much about having to explain them to anyone else. So what's wrong with you going back and writing up those walks? <laughs> I think I think my memory is probably not quite as good as it, is, as it would be. And, and certainly the, the, the trails have changed. The, the, uh, the way that trails are treated these days, the signage is a, is a lot better, particularly on the more common trails. And, um, and and I think the uh, the infrastructure. So you've only got to look at something like the uh, the overland track, uh, which has got a lot more infrastructure to help protect the track than it did say ten or twenty years ago. Um, so it's a bit hard to sort of go back and 
and think back to what the, the trials were like 20 years ago or even even five years ago uh, because they, they might the reviews may not be that accurate these days. And it's not quite the same, is it, when you, you read a trail book that was published 10 or 20 years ago and, and uh, try and do your own um, trail review um, based on someone else's experience that A, is um, uh, historical uh, and B, you're lacking the, the personal insight and, the, and the, uh, the sense of how it actually feels at the time. So if we were going to uh, do a year in review by the numbers, Tim, what, what sort of um, stats would you give us about how well we've done? Okay, so I suppose the first one, since we're actually doing the podcast at the moment, uh, is the podcast itself. When we first started uh, the idea of Australian Hiker, uh, I must admit I'm, a, I'm an avid podcast listener and I just hadn't even thought about doing a podcast as an option. And it was really Jill that... that that raised the idea in my mind and uh, it, it, it just made sense at the time. I think because I said you were more interesting talking than you were writing. <laughs> I think that's how I put it. <laughs> so the intent when we started out was to do um, two podca- a podcast every two weeks. So that's 26 regular podcasts and then a monthly um, bonus podcast. So the aim was to actually to be 38 podcasts for the thir- first year. We've actually ended up in the first 12 months doing 45 episodes. Now, it's um, what you don't see with a lot of the episodes is um, I've gone through and worked out how long it actually takes to put an episode together. Uh, and on average, it's around about 10 hours per episode. And that's to go through and write the material, to record, to do the editing and post-editing, and then go through and actually um, uh, upload it um, uh, through, uh, through SoundCloud so it's accessible through uh, the various podcatchers. I must admit the, um, the interview-type podcasts take a bit less time um, because we're not having to generally write a lot of information to start with, but even that would, uh, would still be a reasonable period of time. So for us... Um, we're not likely to go to a podcast every week simply because of the amount of time that it tends to take up. Recently, we had actually had a competition and to and try to reach what we thought was an arbitrary goal for the year. And to give you an idea, we had no no idea how successful the podcast wouldn't wouldn't be in the first year. So the figure I had in mind for the first twelve months was was five thousand downloads. We got very, very close in our first 12 months to being just on 20,000 uh, downloads worldwide. Woohoo! Uh, and, and I must admit, I'm pretty pleased with that. We were trying to get to that, that 20,000 mark. We were just a couple of hundred short. And by the time that uh, you listen to this podcast, we will have actually reached 20,000 downloads. We're also now downloaded in 61 countries worldwide. Uh, and... Understandably, most of those are the English-speaking countries, um, but we also are starting to get uh, a, a, a couple of new countries almost every month coming on board. Uh, and understandably, with a name like Australian Hiker, the majority of those downloads are from Australia. Next year, uh, we've got 42 planned episodes, um, and we'll see how that goes. We may end up with a few more, depending on, uh, on how the, the planned hikes go that we've got coming up. Our goal for next year, as far as podcast downloads, is 30,000 downloads for the year. 
Um, and again, given our downloads over the last three or four months, that's not an unrealistic sort of figure to aim at. We have certainly learned a few tricks over the past year, uh, and we're always working to improve sound quality. Sometimes it's in the editing process. Uh, and to just to give you an idea at the moment, we're currently sitting in our walk-in wardrobe uh, <laughs> recording this podcast. Uh, it's amazing how much echo you tend to get off a, a stock standard room. So having somewhere with lots of clothing and lots of material, it tends to absorb a lot of the, the, lot of the vibration. <laughs> Who would have thought, hey? <laughs> so what about your trail reviews? Where, where are you planning to go? Where have you been? Where are you planning to go? Okay, as mentioned, most of our trail reviews tend to be based around the ACT at the moment. Um, we still have a number of trails left to review in, in the, the Canberra region, uh, but certainly if, you, if you've been following us over the last few weeks, um, we're starting to do more and more into New South Wales, uh, and that's certainly where the focus will be uh, in the next 12 months, is doing a lot of walks in the New South Wales region, expanding out from Canberra, um, and in fact, doing a lot of walks that aren't really so common. So we just did um, um, a walk up in Newcastle on the weekend, which we'll, uh, uh, would have posted the day before this podcast went live. Um, we'll start looking at things like the Snowy Mountains uh, and start looking at a number of the national parks away from a lot of the bigger regional cities uh, just to get, provide a bit of uh, interest and variation. Uh, next year, we've got um, 50 uh, uh, trail reviews planned. Uh, and by the end of uh, uh, our second year, we'll have trail reviews in all Australian states. Uh, so we still, uh, we still are lacking as far as Victoria, South Australia and West Australia are concerned. But that's something that I certainly will remedy in the next 12 months. In addition to doing the, the, the shorter trails, I must admit we found that for uh, for many people, the five to ten kilometre trails seem to be the most popular as far as what people are looking at. Um, but for us, we will do trails ranging from around about the one kilometre distance, going up to the twenty plus kilometre distance and longer for the bigger trails. Uh, and one of the things we we plan on doing over the next year is doing a number of the well known multi day trails. Uh, and the first of those will be our Christmas hike. Uh, which is the Kangaroo Island Wilderness Trail, as just one example. Okay. Um, uh, I guess um, our listeners would be interested in hearing how uh, the trail reviews are received. And, and you know, you, you mentioned that those 5 to 10K hikes are most popular in terms of uh, 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 people accessing them. Why do you think that is? I think for a lot of people, um, it's probably that magic sort of distance. Um, you know, we've got, as an example, the longest trail we currently have listed is the Larapinta Trail, which is over 200 kilometres long. And that's not something that a lot of people are going to be looking at doing. It's, it's, and, it, and it's certainly, if you compare it to, say, the Overland Track, um, the Overland Track, many, many more people do that on an annual basis. 65 to sort of 85 kilometres, depending on on what side trips you sort of do, is manageable for a lot of people. And I think for the shorter trails, 5 to 10 kilometres, for most people, is a, is a reasonable sort of day's distance. Um, shorter trails, most people can do. The longer ones tend to be a bit, a bit harder. 
The other thing with our trial reviews as well, which um, it was a bit of um, trial and error when we first started off, knowing exactly what people were, were after. Um, and I think, uh, again, what it came down to is I looked at the sort of thing that the information that I wanted when I was going to find a new trial. So I wanted to know how to actually get there in the first place um, rather than saying, well, here we're at the trailhead already. For, and for a lot of people that don't know hiking or the hikes very well, they need to know how to get there. So I, I try and provide decent enough information that you can actually get to the start of the site. And that's one of the things that we did uh, notice along the way, which was um, the guidance to get to a particular trailhead uh, wasn't always as accurate as, as it could have been. So, um, you know, it might be a few kilometres out or the turn might not be as visible or as easy to find um, or there might be uh, some other distraction that, that might have sent you in a different direction. So, you know, again, that comes back to uh, if you do it and you do it recently, if you've done it and you've done it recently, um, then we can pass on that ex- that experience and that insight to others. So in terms of the gear reviews, Tim, uh, how, how many have you done and uh, what what's the focus of the reviews? One of the comments that was made through a, uh, a social media um, was that it appeared that a lot of the reviews we were doing were, were of gear that we actually uh, owned. And I'll be honest, it actually is. Um, for me, I, I'm very much a gear freak. I do a huge amount of research on anything, and no matter how big or how small it is, before I go through and buy it. So when I buy a product, um, I've bought it because I've ruled a number of other products out. So the gear reviews, we've done 114 gear reviews in, the, in our first year. Um, and uh, again, we, we tend to be fairly open and upfront about what they are. So most of our gear reviews are fairly positive, only because I've spent the time and done the research to know that I'm going to be happy with the gear before I buy it. So it's, that's probably an understandable sort of thing. And this comes back to the we're providing our experience on how we've personally found uh, uh, um, the product uh, when we go through and review it. So I'll give you an example here with things like footwear, where um, I will often do a, uh, a first impressions review, and then at least two months later, I'll then do a full write-up. Uh, because I'm not willing to do a full write-up on a piece of footwear if I haven't used it over an extended period in a variety of conditions. Um, so even though it's easy just to pull a piece of gear off the internet and say, hey, this is wonderful, go and buy it because it's really good, um, if I haven't used it, if I'm not comfortable and familiar with it, I'm not happy to go through and review it. Okay. And uh, in terms of the articles that that we've written, how many are there and uh, what are they covering? So we have a, a, a series of generic articles which cover a number of things, including hiking practice, safety, recipes, uh, definitions, and fitness uh, uh, to be, is just some of them. And, and for us, we've gone through and done 88 of those uh, throughout the year. Um, my biggest enemy at the moment is time. Uh, as I said, with that spending um, at least every two weeks, spending 10 hours on doing a podcast um, and trying to do uh, posts uh, roughly five to six days a week, um, 
I find that I haven't got enough days in the week. Um, and again, one of the options that uh, it always exists, and I suppose it still does to some extent, is to get other people to do guest reviews and guest posts. But at the moment, it's not something we're looking at, only because I want the advice that goes up on the site to be something that I'm really comfortable and really happy with providing. So again, if someone's done a trail review, uh, it's always good to see hear their feedback, and I, we always will incorporate that into our reviews. Uh, but essentially, the reviews will be something we've essentially done ourselves. Okay, so what's the big news for 2018, and is this where I get to find everything that I'm going to be focusing on for next year? <laughs> okay. One of the things I wanted to do when I started this podcast was do a um, um, a regular recipes uh, for hikers. And again, for those of you that uh, trawl the internet already, there are an awful lot of sites that have a lot of recipes on the we- on the uh, the web available now. My focus I wanted to put was on meals that you didn't have to heat up. So it means if you didn't want to boil water at the end of the day or didn't want to cook. Um, the, all you basically had to do was add cold water, let the food rehydrate, or um, and and then basically it's ready to eat. And that will be the focus over the next 12 months uh, uh, as I try to get a number of recipes up and going. One of the things that slowed me down this year is when I go through and, and make meals, I like to leave them sitting in the cupboard uh, at home for at least four to six weeks. So it means that if you are making a series of meals for an upcoming hike, you know that the food's going to be good uh, a number of weeks after you've made it. Um, The other thing that we're going to be doing, or that more specifically that I'm going to be doing in the next 12 months, is an Australian long-distance through-hike. And when I talk about a long-distance through-hike, I'm talking about a a hike over 500 kilometres in length. Um, I have one trail very specifically in mind at the moment, uh, but I won't announce what that is just yet. Uh, And I'm actually planning three hikes just in case because over the last few years, um, snow conditions, bushfires, drought, uh, all sorts of other things have impacted on the trails that I'm looking at. Uh, and as a result, I want to wait till um, we're a, f- a, a few months out before I announce what that'll be. So uh, for my long-distance hike for this year, this, this coming year, I'll be announcing that at the beginning of May. Other things we're going through and looking at is a, a, a bit more expansion on the gear reviews. Um, uh, and I will be starting to, as I said, all the reviews we've done has been product that we've personally gone through and purchased in store. But as um, my main aim over the first year was to build credibility with um, uh, within the industry. Uh, and so for that, that reason, I didn't really talk to any wholesalers or any equipment suppliers. I just wanted to be actually prove that I was actually someone worthwhile talking to. Uh, but over the next uh, next few months, we will be approaching gear manufacturers uh, and the suppliers uh, for uh, gear that we can test and review uh, without us having to go and purchase. And as you can understand, if we have to buy a tent each time we go through and test it, it can get a bit expensive. Um, we have a series of ebooks um, coming online, and as I said, 
We are expecting to release a number of those this year, and we have done one fairly short one. Uh, we've got a number of much longer ebooks coming online over the next 12 months. Uh, we actually have five planned, and we we're hoping to get at least three released by the end of this year. But as I said, time is my enemy, and it's just uh, uh, things are still being worked on at the moment. We'll also be be um, talking about or uh, doing two new segments on the podcast. One we've already discussed, which was trail news, and this will be a once a month segment. Uh, and the other one will be trail questions, which again will be the other fortnight uh, that we don't do the trail news. And this will be answering a series of questions that you may have. So what I'll get you to do is, for if you have any questions or any burning questions that you needed to know the answer to, please let us know either through uh, Messenger or email, and we'll answer those on a monthly basis. So before we leave the the year in review and um, uh, move on to a few other things, what what are the two things we get? Lots of feedback uh, from people, uh, huge amount of. Uh, overwhelmingly positive feedback, I have to say. Um, what are the two things uh, that people are saying about what we're doing and what they want to see more of? Um, probably the main thing we're getting from from people who are providing uh, feedback to us is it's good to have a, a, a podcast uh, uh, from a hiking, from an Australian uh, perspective. Uh, as I said, there are a lot of uh, uh, American podcasts in particular uh, and the number of them that I do listen to uh, that they provide very good advice for American trails, uh, but there's always been that bit of a gap in the market. So um, hopefully, as I said, we, we are the, the first of the uh, the podcasts, the regularly published podcasts into the Australian market, uh, and, and each of us tend to be doing things slightly differently. So we're hoping to provide that general information on trails, on um, on on-trail interviews, uh, on uh, equipment reviews and on hiking advice uh, to hopefully build up and become a go-to resource for Australian hiking. Okay, thanks, Tim. So we've got a few things uh, that are bubbling away now, including a competition um, that we're running. We completed uh, one in the last few weeks and we announced the winners in our last uh, podcast. Um, all you have to do with this current competition is rate us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, um, go to a Facebook page for details on how to enter, and we'll announce two winners that will be drawn at the start of the next episode, episode uh, 47, on the 22nd of uh, November. In addition, the final of our three competitions will also be announced um, at the end of our next podcast. And this is a uh, this is a, a, as bad a, a, as easy as a competition as it gets for the, for the next one. Uh, I know for some people, uh, technology and trying to leave a review on on uh, on uh, iTunes or Stitcher can be a bit more complex. Uh, but I promise you, our next competition is is very very easy. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means, Tim. <laughs> um, 
as as Jill mentioned at the start of the episode, um, really we couldn't have achieved what we have over the last 12 months without people providing feedback into our Facebook page, without downloading our podcasts. So we really do appreciate the fact that you, uh, that you our listeners uh, and readers, um, have, have supported us over this 12 months, and we hope we can actually make Australian Hiker a, a better resource uh, in the coming year or two. Our next episode is on Christmas gifts for hikers, uh, and this is one you can accidentally get your family members to listen to, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, just to see what's available for for the hikers in their life. As always, you can listen to this episode on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or our website. And please go through and rate us on iTunes uh, to help get the message out there. That's all for this episode. Bye from me. And bye from me.